Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today my guest is Gary Griffin. Gary is the uh, Land Services Supervisor at Crow Wing County. Gary, welcome back to Community Focus. Hey, thank you, Ken. Nice to be back. It's been a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah, I think the last <laughs> time I was here was probably a decade ago, and I was... Uh, just a lonely old county assessor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's talk about a few things. Um, I know that there's some new things happening with short-term rental properties that we need to be aware of. Can you kind of walk us through uh, how these changes came about and what's going on? Sure. I'm sure everybody's aware. Of, they've heard of um, uh, Airbnb, VRBO. Uh, those are the types of properties we're talking about that are rented on a short-term basis. And uh, Crowing County enacted a, uh, a uh, licensing ordinance to help um, citizens in the community uh, um, address some of the current concerns they had. So we started uh, January 1st, 2021, and uh, we um, identified about 500 uh, short-term rentals that are operating in Crowing County. We use a web crawling uh, software uh, through a third-party vendor that goes out and searches, you know, 40 to 50 different websites where people would list these to have renters go and contact them to get them rented. And uh, what what we were trying to get at is to have an ordinance that was effective and address those, the, um, you know, top five, six, seven concerns that we were hearing from the public. So things like um, late-night rowdy parties. Um, garbage blowing all over the place is the septic in compliance for that many people in the in the home oh, yeah. uh, things like that that this ordinance um, uh, tries to address and, and help um, with the popularity of these things have really kind of exploded over the last 10 years yeah so um, now how, how does this work these people have been notified they have to register uh, walk yeah. us through that process sure too. absolutely so um this is an annual process, so every uh, year they need to get a license from Crow Wing County, and there's criteria that they they need to have. Without going too much into what that uh, licensee would need to have, what's really one of the beauties of this, or a great thing in this ordinance is, they need to give us a contact so that if there is an issue of, of with the owner or a property management company, yeah, because they're not here. If they're renting their property, they might be, a lot of them are from the cities, but there's a lot of outstate folks, too, that they're not there to address the, the issue, but we uh, need to ensure that they are responsible for ownership of that property. We would like them to, you know, correct the situation with the renters. So the biggest uh, piece of this is we try to have that owner rectify the issue with their renter without us really having to intervene. We will if we have to, um, but that has um, been uh, kind of a game changer from the standpoint of the owners that are doing this really are put on notice that make sure that you're not just letting you know anybody come up here and let it rip and affect the use and benefit of those neighboring properties. Yeah, very interesting. That makes, uh, yeah, makes some sense. It does. So that's in effect now. And uh, these cr- these owners of these properties are under notice already, and yeah, and you know it's um, if uh, for folks out there listening, if you have a short term rental that's uh, you know in the neighborhood or right next door, um, there's a twenty four seven hotline. Um, so 
Crow Wing County employees, we're not there at midnight or two in the morning when a lot of the complaints or these issues that we've heard of happen. So what's another really effective tool is uh, we have a hotline you can call or there is an online complaint form if you want to go that route too. And um, if you call that hotline, we have a, a, a vendor that you will get somebody and uh, that's where we will contact the owner within an hour of that call to see what the issue is, see if we can get it rectified, because we want it to be effective. You know, if we go out the next day and the party, I'm just picking on parties, but, you know, if something sure. like that is over, it's hard for us to do anything because it's, it's done, right? And we can say, just don't try to do that again, but it's more effective if we can get out there right away and address it, um, and get that owner to, to call that renter and say, what's up, you know, yeah. we've gotten a complaint that uh, you're doing something, you know. And obviously, if things are really out of hand at some party at a rental, uh, we can still call the sheriff's oh, department. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anytime, you know, their um, local PD or the sheriff uh, definitely will um, respond as well. Um, and uh, they're good partners to have in that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, what else is going on in the county that we need to be aware of? Uh, one of a big change out at the landfill. You know, everybody kind of forgets about the you know the the little landfill out there we have right in the center almost of our county. Uh, we changed our uh, hours to accept. Um, ha- uh, household hazardous waste. Oh. Uh, it used to only be two days a week, uh, May through October, so kind of the summer into the fall a little bit. Um, we really do believe we want to do even more um, to try to uh, get those types of chemicals, you know, pesticides, paints, things like that, out of the waste stream and or have people just get rid of them instead of, you know, potentially just dumping them somewhere in the right um, uh, stream so we can deal with them appropriately. And uh, so we made a change that uh, you can go to the landfill, drop that stuff off for free Monday through Friday um, whenever it's convenient for you. It used to only be two days a month. We didn't even do it in the winter uh, for the most part. Um, a handful of appointments, but it was kind of um, tedious for folks and not sure. convenient. So we're trying to make it more convenient. What's really great about the landfill location is uh, everybody maybe got that extra paint can or two from some project a few years, you know, and um, uh, so you have that. But it's never just that. You might have the mattress. You might have, um, you know, something that you've been wanting to get rid of, the old chair down in the basement. And what we really uh, believe we have out at the landfill is a one-stop shop. So you can bring it all out there if you have some recycling, other uh, miscellaneous items that you need to just get rid of, and your uh, hazardous waste at the same time. So we want to make it very convenient, kind of a one-stop shop. And we're hoping that that will be um, uh, well-received. So far, um, just in the... uh, Month of November, uh, we've never been open in November. We had over uh, 200 individuals come and bring HHW, so we already know that we're seeing some really good success. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really great stuff. And it's good for all of us, and that's uh, that facility is really great. I mean, uh, I've used it many times. Uh, so far, just in the summer, but you pull up and they kind of take everything out of your vehicle for you. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, we we really are. Um, Trying to heighten the customer service experience out there for it. Yeah. All right. Um, 
Do I understand the, the free radon testing kits are are still available to residents? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can stop by the land services department. Uh, you know, we're open eight to five Monday through through Friday, and um, you know, radon is one of those forgotten things. If you do have it in your home, um, we strongly and the Minnesota Department of Health really recommends this. We also think it's a great benefit from a public health standpoint to check your home, mainly in the basement areas. This is a natural occurring gas, um, but you can't taste it. You can't smell it. You know, so it's really good to get your your home tested. Um, and we have these radon kits. They're free. Um, limit one per household. Uh, but uh, we have them until supplies run out. So I would encourage you, if, if uh, you haven't tested for radon in a while or ever, you have a new home, it's a great thing to, to do. And hopefully you don't have it, you can check that off. And if you do have it, the great thing about it, if there is anything great about this bad radon, it's preventable. You can get um, a system to get it, you know, vented out of your, your home. So you, oh, can, wow. you definitely can take care of it. Yeah. And if you uh, just let it go, it can be deadly. I know it's it's a carcinogen uh, if if let go, right? That is correct. Long-term. There's all, there's all kinds of different um, issues that can arise with uh, radon. With long-term exposure to a- it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you brought up a good point because I I was going to say, I've tested my home in the past, but it's been a while. Uh, it's one of those things that we should do periodically? Yes. I, I think uh, the Department of Health recommends at least once every five years. Okay. So um, I would, you know, I don't think anybody has a law going, when's the last time I did it? But yeah. if you can't remember when you did it, a good rule of thumb would be, hey, why don't I swing in there, get a radon test? It's a, it's a real simple thing to do. And, um, you know, get it done for your safety, for yourself and your family. Good idea. Very good. Gary, uh, we're right in the middle of snow plowing season. And uh, it's been an adventurous winter so far, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I eat uh, this morning was, uh, you know, not too shabby, but, you know, it is uh, winter. Hopefully, you know, I've, I've, you know, pretty much lived here my whole life. So I like to have the four-wheel drive sleigh to get me around, you know, so it, it's it's pretty good. But... Yeah, I, I, we wanted to talk a little bit about our snow plowing efforts throughout the county. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes they're uh, little forgotten heroes. You know, when when we get into the winter months, for sure. That um, chances are, if you live in Crow Wing County, the majority of folks, if you went to work today, probably drove on a county road somewhere. You know, um, even Brainerd and Baxter, you take like uh, Highland Scenic or County Forty Eight, heavy traffic on on something like that. But. Yeah. Um, 550 miles of county roads in our county, um, 16 plow routes. Um, it takes them about six to eight hours to get the plowing done two ways, you know, one uh, on each side. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have a um, neat little app now called Where's My Snow Plow? So if you're sitting out there and you're like, well, when's the snow plow going to go? I want to make a run to town or I got a an appointment somewhere. Um, you can uh, download this little app, and it will tell you exactly where the uh, 15 county snowplows are throughout the county. That's pretty so cool. So it, it really is cool. Um, and um, just for um, what happened, you know, we're, we're starting 2022 here uh, with a bang. <laughs> uh, what happened in 21 was we had 14 big snow events, uh, about 4,700 hours of plowing hours that took to clear the roads from that. And that was almost about $800,000 that it took to um, do that. Now, when you think about $800,000, you go, wow, that's a lot of money. 
if you translate that to how many households we have in the county, it's about $30 per household to keep our county roads plowed um, throughout an entire uh, winter season. That's so, very affordable when you really think about it. You know, everybody can discuss that, but for $30, you know, how many times do you drive a county road in the wintertime? Geez, that does seem pretty, pretty reasonable. Yeah. You know, no pretty doubt. amazing. It really is. It really is. And uh, I know we had uh, Jory Daniels in not too long ago talking about these snow plows. They're yeah. so high tech now. It's just amazing what oh, they geez. do. It's, it's like, um, it's almost like a Star Wars movie inside <laughs> of one of them, you know? <laughs> have you had a chance to ride well, along? Well, I haven't rolled, but I have hopped up in one before, and it's like, oh my gosh, where, what button would you push first, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, the app about Find My Snowplow, we can just download that wherever we get our apps. Yes, I believe so. And. Um, once you have that, uh, and it's a free app, so that um, there's a link and stuff too out there. It's a, a really good uh, uh, tool, and it's it's like uh, I believe it's updated every five minutes. Okay. So these plow, it's going to be pretty accurate where that plow is at. It's not technically live exactly where they're at, but it it gets up refreshed about every five minutes. So it's a really good tool uh, if you're wondering when the snow plow is coming by and. Um, Jory, you know, he works with this all the time, lives and breathes every snow event. Uh, the feedback they've gotten from this app so far has been tremendously positive. You Good. know, people really like to know where those snow plows are, you know. Yeah. Well, so. you think about it, especially uh, that last big snow event we had when you get the, you know, over a foot. You're, <laughs> some people just simply are not going to be able to go through that. So they literally have to wait for the snow plow. Now you'll know exactly where it is if you're waiting to get plowed out. Exactly. Yeah. We all don't have these big, ginormous Land Rovers like Ken does. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was uh, <laughs> a little worried about getting to work that morning myself. That was not a fun trip. All right. Well, uh I want to say thanks, Gary, for coming by and talking about these important things for the county. And, uh, of course, if we want to find out more about the radon kits or anything, do you have this information on your website as well? Oh, yeah. It, it's all on the, our, our website, uh, www, uh, www.crowwing.us. Um, or you can always call um, our direct uh, line, 824-1010, and we will get, uh, get you any answers that you need on any of these topics. Perfect. Gary, thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you, Ken. Gary Griffin is the Land Services Supervisor with Crow Wing County, and uh, that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.